Good to be with you tonight, Regen. My name is Dave. I have a new life in Christ. I'm recovering from PTSD, pornography, and seeking to find comfort in alcohol. It's a special night tonight on two fronts. Number one is we are going to celebrate one of our groups commencing tonight, which is always exciting. We have an amazing group of women of God who are going to be commencing. And I don't know that anybody's ever come better dressed to region than this group. So we are, we are so glad. Way to go. Appreciate it. We also are uh, really excited tonight to be hosting uh, several hundred of our friends who are joining us for the, the Regeneration Training Conference. So welcome if you're here for the first time tonight. We're so glad. Now, whether you're here for the first time tonight or you've been here many times, you'll notice that anyone who comes up here introduces herself himself in this way, beginning with a phrase, I have a new life in Christ. That's obviously true biblically, but if we look at the scriptures, another way in which we could say uh, that we're different because of who Jesus is, we could say, according to scripture, I am a new creation in Christ. That sounds kind of different, doesn't it? It sounds kind of sci-fi in a way. Uh, It's this idea that, even as Travis mentioned earlier, because of Jesus, not only have we gone from being spiritually dead to spiritually alive, because of Jesus, we've been recreated. We're not just here to experience recovery. We, in essence, have been recreated to be people who love and follow Jesus. And so I just want to take a few minutes tonight. I want to look at a passage that's really important to us at Regen. And I want to talk about what difference does it make in our recovery, wherever we are, uh, to be new creations. And so if you have a Bible, turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. If you don't, don't worry about it. We'll have the text projected behind me. If you need a Bible, please let me or anybody else who's leading here know, and we'll be sure to get you a copy. Listen to this, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Two things I don't want you to miss here. First, there's a condition and then a consequence. Here's the condition. If anyone is in Christ, you're going to see that little phrase everywhere in the New Testament of the Bible, in Christ. Here's the concept. When you and I turn from living apart from God and we turn to him and we trust in Jesus, something supernatural happens. Jesus comes to abide in us through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, is referred to as the Spirit of Christ. So Jesus lives in us and the entirety of our lives now, everything we feel, everything we think, everything we speak, everything we do is done within the realm of being in Christ. If you're a follower of Jesus tonight, if you've come to that place where you've trusted in him, that all he says is true, you're leaning into him to to save you from sin, to free you to live a life of worship, then you are united with Christ. You're in Christ and he is in you and you are one. Isn't that an amazing thought? Now look at the consequence of that. Guess what that means? You're entirely different than you were before you knew Jesus. You are a new creation, so much so, the text says that something dramatic has happened. You're new and the newness of who you are never wears out. It also says that old part of who you were, who you were before you met Jesus is gone forever. Isn't that amazing? What does that mean? What does that practically mean? How do we understand that in terms of our recovery? Two things I wanna leave you with tonight, two simple things. First thing I want you to see is this, because we are in Christ, we can always worship. 
Because we are in Christ, we can always worship. Now, here's the idea of worship that emerges from the Bible. Starting in the Garden of Eden and progressing all the way to the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, we get this idea that worship happens when God's people come into God's place in God's presence. Now think about what it means that you and I are united with Christ. It means that we are now God's people. We are his people. We're in his place because his place is no longer a temple that exists somewhere, but he indwells his people and we are constantly in his presence, which means at any point in time in your recovery, you have this opportunity to be a worshiper. Have you understood this about yourself? You always worship. Everybody worships all the time, 24 hours a day, Seven days a week, 365 days a year, we are creatures of worship. The issue isn't whether we're worshiping or not. We always worship all the time. The question is, are we worshiping Jesus? And because we're united with Jesus, everything in our life, the things we think, the things we feel, the things we speak, the things we say, are just another opportunity to express worship that we would say, Jesus, you are most valuable to us above everything else. Now, what does that look like in your recovery? Two things I shared with you in my introduction that have been difficult in my life. One has uh, been pornography. So if I'm tempted to look at something I shouldn't look, look at on television or online or whatever the, whatever the medium source is, I have an opportunity in that moment to do one of two things. I can either find pleasure in pursuing pornography or I can find a greater pleasure in worshiping Jesus. And because Jesus is with me, because Jesus loves me and I am united to him, his death is my death. The death he died to sin is the death I died to sin. His resurrected life is now my resurrected life. I'm free to walk in worship. I am freed in that moment by trusting in him to worship. In the past, at times in my life, rather than turning and trusting in God after a hard day, a difficult season in my life, when I'm feeling either exhausted or discouraged, or are disheartened, instead of turning to alcohol and experiencing the the temporary peace that that can give, I can now find peace in worshiping Jesus. Because I'm united in Christ, because you're united in Christ, we have the opportunity to worship all the time. Isn't that incredible? Whatever brought you here tonight, and if it's your first time, I'm so glad you're here. Whatever brought you here tonight, I want you to see beneath what it is. Because At the heart of all our struggles and all our issues is a worship issue. And because of Jesus and because we're united in Christ, we can now worship him always. Here's the second thing that I want you to see tonight. Because we're in Christ, we never are alone. Because we're in Christ, we can always worship. Because we're in Christ, we never are alone. I want that to encourage you. If you came here tonight as a follower of Jesus and you feel like your brokenness and the mess of your life has estranged you from God and estranged you from others, I want to let you know that's not true. Jesus is with you. If you're united in Christ, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He said as much. You're not alone, but the news gets even better. You're not by yourself either. Here's what I mean by that. All right, do the math with me. You ready for this little exercise? Think about this. If you're a follower of Jesus, if you placed your faith in him and you're united to Christ, okay, and I'm a follower of Jesus and I place my faith and I'm united united with Christ, if you're united with Christ and I'm united with Christ and there's only Christ, guess what? You and I are connected to one another. We're united with Christ together. We're not alone. 
That's good news. There are people here in this room tonight, whether you're here perhaps commencing tonight and you're about to leave or you're here for the very first time or somewhere in between. There are people here in this room tonight who love you, who want to serve you and who need your help. So I'm here tonight. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, you kind of get paid to be here. I do, in fact, and it wouldn't be good if I didn't show up, but there's more that, there's more that compels me to be here. I need you tonight. I'm here because when we come together and we are united in Jesus, I know I'm not alone. I know I have a brother. I know I have a sister. I know I have a family who will link arms with me and join me as I grow to become more like Jesus. We need each other. You're not alone. I was here yesterday morning after a worship service and was walking up along the, um, the outside of the second level and Ran into Otis. I don't know if you guys have met Otis yet. Otis is here faithfully. He's a, he's a dear brother. And I ran into him and we just had a brief conversation and we just prayed for each other right there. We just prayed that we would both trust Jesus more profoundly in our lives. I got to tell you, since that prayer, there must be something righteous about Otis. I've had a really good day. I checked in with him tonight and his day's been okay, but he had a big <laughs> impact on my life. Why is that? Because we need each other. I need you and you need me. Listen, we're united in Christ. And because we're united in Christ, we can always worship. That's the very essence of step seven and what it means to follow Jesus. As we follow Jesus, we want to be people who know and love and trust and obey Jesus. And because we're united with him, his obedience is our free gift. We also want to participate in God's greater plan to regenerate and transform us and enable us and empower us to love and serve others. That's really what step 12 is all about. And because we are in Christ, you're never alone. I'm never alone. We have Jesus with us forever and we have each other. I want you to find hope tonight. I want you to continue in hope tonight. I want you to know right here, right now, in this moment, because of Jesus, we can worship. And I want you to know you're not alone.